Hello to my listeners. And by my listeners, I mean Maddie. If anybody else happens upon this podcast and feels so compelled to listen to it for its entirety, I'm glad you're here. I mean, you're going to hear a bunch of, like, really personal stuff that really shouldn't matter to you, and I can't believe I'm even putting it down on the internet for anybody to ever hear, and it will 100% come back to haunt me later whenever I am a politician, but uh, who cares? That's life. So, this is episode two at the beach. Now, episode two at the beach was supposed to be another reading episode. However, all good plans must fail, and Andrew is already in bed, and Maddie is already in bed, and so it's literally just yours truly. And I could read, but... I haven't really gotten to talk to Maddie that much today and tell her about my day and everything that happened in it, so here goes nothing. I mean, I'll probably just record and recount the events of the day and then go to sleep, and if she happens to listen to this whole thing, then good for her. I'm glad she does. I I mean, I'm probably going to record for a good bit of time and... I think that'll be worth it. So I hope she enjoys the story. I'm going to try to recount it as chronologically as possible. However, if something happens and that doesn't work, I apologize. So here goes nothing. Part one of day three with Brad at the beach. And episode two begins now. So my day began with a dramatic start, and by a dramatic start I mean it began with me and my family deciding to go out on a run. Now, when I say me and my family, I mean me and Andrew, and then my parents were riding on the bikes. So it was, my dad had a big bike, my mom had a little bike, Andrew and I started out running together, and we started out running on these paths in the track. And you know, you've been in Head Island, obviously. So you know how the paths are all winding and everything's kind of crazy. And so it's always really crowded. So Andrew and I were running. And we were running at a good clip. I was like, wow, I haven't run this much and I haven't run this fast in such a long time. And I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm running at a good pace. This is like a really good thing. So Andrew and I start running. And we run half a mile or so just as a warm up. Then we start doing a little bit of a stretching. And then my dad says, okay, Brad, I'm going to start running, and then you're going to get on the bike and catch up to me, and then that's when we'll switch, and then once you do that, you'll be running with Andrew. So we do that. He runs up, it's probably more like a quarter of a mile. He did not get a half a mile away, so we go before, because we gave him a good bit of a head start. We catch up to him, and we switch positions, and so then I'm running with Andrew. And we, Andrew and I ran for, to, so I guess it was two and a quarter miles total before we got to a mid-stopping point, and then we stopped and we took a break. And we were running, we were running, I was running the Filipino headband, and it was really fun. And as we were running and and such, I was sweating, and it was so exhausting. And my life was just like, oh my gosh. But I had some music playing, and I was like, just jamming out to all these songs, and some of them were show tunes, some of them were rock. It was, it was you know, pretty much my music. But I was running to it, and... Uh, it was, we were, we were doing good. Andrew seemed to enjoy it. Then we stopped, we took a break, and we did the same thing with the bike thing with my dad, and he got half a mile away, or 
so this time, or three quarters of a mile, he, he got pretty far this time, and we caught, Andrew and I caught up to him, and then we switched, and I was running with Andrew, but Andrew picked up his pace, so like Andrew got stronger as this was going on, and now you know me, I haven't actually like run run in such a long time that I pretty much was gone <laughs> for it. The whole thing and since i was gone i was like sorry slow down so then my dad comes up behind me in the bike and he says brad get on the seat and i get on the seat and my dad starts pedaling and he catches me up to andrew and he says you and we i've already gone like maybe a mile and three quarters at this point of the two and a half miles so he gives me the quarter, quarter mile rush and he says come on brad go keep the pace and so i'm running and andrew still beats me by a decent margin but i was keeping andrew up and i was keeping the pace and i was actually rather proud of myself for the whole endeavor so it was a good experience and then we stopped and then we had to get and we got the bikes and we checked out the hotel and you were you've already heard all about that but it was fun and then we got back to the room i made sandwiches took a shower and i talked to you so that seemed like a good use of my time now after we did that and i talked to you my parents were like, okay, we need to go to the stores. Now, I got all dressed up and such, and I was ready to go to the stores, but then my parents were like, no, 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 Brad, that outfit won't work. I'm like, why? They're like, because we're going to dinner with Coach Joe. And I was like, what? We're going to dinner with Coach Joe. You didn't tell me that. And they're like, yes, we did. We told you the other day. I'm like, how am I supposed to remember that? That's like not the information that I'm going to remember. And so anyway, I go and I run back up and I get my shirt and stuff and I get all ready and dressed. For, like get have all my stuff so I can change for when I go to coach shows and that was fun so we, we finally get to the tanning trail outputs and this is where I'm going to stop for right before I record part three welcome back my dearest Moira to part three of my recordings of the events of this day now where I left off we were on our way to the tanger outlets is it tanger tanger who knows you know what I'm talking about. We had to go to Tanger Outlet 2 first because that was a shop or all, place where all the shops Andrew wants to go to and like H&M and a few other places are American Eagle, etc. And we had to go there first. And since we were going there first, I was just running through all the stores. And there were, there were a few that I liked. We've already been to so many American Eagles together, you and I, that I pretty much had seen everything they had and there was nothing really interesting. So I was running through the stores. However, I did get some brand new shoes from Nike. You know, and they were the shoes I showed you. I like them a lot. I think you like, will like them as well. I mean, I've already showed them too, and you do like them, but they look really cute, and they seem to fit me very well. So, and they also match my stuff, and I feel like they're, and they can match pretty much every outfit you can imagine. So I thought they're good things, and they're also very stylish, and make me look sleek and cool, and all that jazz and so you'll actually be proud to have me as a boyfriend rather than seeing me walk around in the same old same old that I do each and every day well anyway I got those and I went to a few places I went into a little bookstore it was like a tiny little local bookstore I really don't understand how local bookstores stay in business I mean that place probably survives just off of tourists being like haha I went and bought a book from a local bookstore about local things and even though I had a lot of modern books it just sort of amazes me that it still exists and I don't understand. Anyway, I went there and I was going and I eventually went through all the stores I wanted to. Didn't really see anything else that I wanted to buy. And so I was like, so I was thinking, wow, this seems like a bit of a waste of a trip. 
to go to this outlet, but then I, so I went to the car and we were, my dad had a specific timeline. We were going to spend the one hour at each outlet store, like each outlet chain. And I was in the car waiting on Andrew and my mom. My dad had already gone back there because his phone had died and it was long convoluted. So it was just me and my father and we were just waiting for the outlets, for my family to finish the outlets. Well, as we were continuing through this whole thing and we were waiting in the car, I called my brother to check in on him. Well, it turns out my little brother in the room had run into some family friends of ours, the Reeves, who had who were still at the beach, and they were at the Atlas store, and he, he saw them, and they started talking. Well, and it, long story short, he was staying in H&M for like a very long time, and he wanted to go to a bunch of other outlets with my mom because Andrew can't make any business decisions by himself for some strange reason. I don't get it. I think he's like, what, 17 years old, he should be able to make up his own decisions, but whatever, that's a completely unrelated point, and I was really proud of him for having his own developed fashion sense, which you have experienced already on several times. Well, anyway, my dad and I were like, Bruh. my dad wanted to go to some golf store, and I wanted to go to the other outlets, because, you know, I'm doing the speed shopping, there's not really anything I want. This is sort of the kind of trip that's geared towards me because I'm easy to please. So we're going through this whole shindig again. And my dad's like, okay, well, Brad, I'm going to go drop you off at Tanger 1 or 2. I think we were at Tanger 2, actually, not Tanger 1, but I'm going to drop you off at Tanger 1. So my dad goes and drops me over, and I do a speed round. Now, I go into the Under Armour store, and I see some stuff I like, and I think about that as well. And there's some stuff I'm going to probably go back for. Some, like, workout stuff. Not that I need more workout stuff, but the stuff was, like, really cool. It was from the Rocks line. It was, we have some coupons, so it's going to be actually reasonably priced, even though it's, like, a $50 for, like, a cutoff hoodie. Anyway, sacrifices have to be made. But I was running through there, and there wasn't much I saw. However, I did buy that, buy a teal shirt from Tommy Hilfinger, I think. So that was fun. I think they look cute and such. And I have that outfit. But anyway, we're still gonna, we're gonna go back there. But we conclude that my dad goes and picks me up and we go to with Coach Joe. And this is where I'm gonna start part four. So concluding Tanger Outlets, we go and meet Coach Joe at the restaurant. Well, my father had failed to inform me that rather than just going to eat at the restaurant immediately, we were instead going to tour some new lots that Coach Joe had bought because apparently he wants to build a new house. Anyway, this is it's stupid, but we drive down through his new neighborhood. It's a freakishly nice neighborhood. The houses are huge, and they're like all people's second homes, and it's turning me more and more into a communist where I hate the wealth of the nations for, because people are absolutely awful, and because they're absolutely awful in that regard, I'm sort of, I just want to want to equalize wealth for everybody because equal wealth distribution will solve a lot of the world's problems, I have come to this conclusion after seeing a $1,500 Saks Fifth Avenue shirt, t-shirt, and from seeing all these people's second houses, which could literally house probably 40 people and comfortably, and it's just stupid that this much wealth exists and people are willing to pay this much money to build a house right next to the ocean, and they're not going to live in it. Like, it pisses me off. Anyway, we go drive through that, and we eventually conclude that section. Well, we after we finish driving, we drive to the restaurant. We see the re we we go. Andrew and I change while they go in. We go into the restaurant and we have a wonderful dinner with Coach Joe and his little brother Adam, who seems like 
who's a really nice guy. I've met him plenty of times. We talk and we talk about Simone Biles and then we also talk about a million other things. But vaccines, it was interesting. It turns out Coach Joe was one of the last people to get smallpox because he was a baby and his mother had gotten the smallpox vaccine and it was on her shoulder and he was hold and she had been holding him and apparently the smallpox vaccine was a live virus vaccine i didn't know that but apparently it was a live virus vaccine and coach joe apparently he brushed up against the vaccine place like the injection site and he ended up getting smallpox and he almost died as a baby and it's a big deal apparently he said that they did last rites on him three different times which that's insane, and I can't imagine what his mother was going through. But apparently, he said he lost all his fingernails and all his toenails and all his hair, and then he made the, he's bald. So he made the joke that it's never really grown back since then. So that was you know the joke he made, and we had a wonderful night with them and their wives, which is Miss Joyce and I can't remember the other woman's name, Dina, I think. But I know Adam because I see him all the time. Well, not see him all the time, but every time we go down here, and he's nice, and we talk a lot. He remembered a lot about me. We had a lot of nice conversations. I also might add that Coach Joe is like 70 years old. So, I think he's 74. So, he's a lot older than I, even my parents. It was just nice. He's sort of like a grandfatherly figure in a lot of ways. It was just nice to see him. So, after that, we concluded, but after we had a nice dinner, I had some tuna that was delicious. And that pretty much concludes the story of the dinner, and that will lead us to part five. The final part of the story of my day is most definitely the funniest. So, to conclude my story, I am going to tell you about what happened when we left. So, we leave the restaurant, and Andrew turns to me and says, that hostess over there was is like the most beautiful girl in the world. And I'm like, wait, what, really? And she said, yeah. He said, yeah, the curly-haired mixed one. And I looked over, and there was this girl, and I was like, yes, Anne, she is very pretty. You should go ask her for a number. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, wait. She's like, she can't be at most a few years older. Just go and ask for her snap or her phone number or something. You know, it's completely not weird. Just, it would just say, hey, I'm just visiting. I think you're, you know, I, I think you're really pretty. And I was wondering if I could have your number and text or call you sometime. And Andrew was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then my dad was like, you should do that. And he heard the whole thing now. And we're talking, talking in the family. Well, I was going to go and get it for the number for Andrew. Because I was like, Andrew, I don't, I, Andrew, I have a girlfriend. There's nothing weird about it. And he said, but wouldn't it be embarrassing? I said, yeah, but I'm trying to get you to do it and shame you a little bit into doing it. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Anyway, we drove off. But it was like a chance. And Andrew doesn't normally talk about girls hardly at all. So I was proud of him for actually even saying something about it to me. So it made me feel very special in that regard. And I felt kind of touched that he would say something to me. Because he hardly ever says anything at all. Well, anyways, Andrew and I were going. We, we were all riding back. And I talked to you and I call you then you and I start talking on the balcony then I have to go and you have to go and then we watch Straight to Fire which was a really good movie and now I'm just recording this to you while I walk around the building because I don't want to disturb my family because they can hear me when I'm on the porch and such so I'm just talking to you here and now and
giving it to you all now in my little bit of a walk which i've taken breaks from and it's record i have seen like one really 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 large owl it was kind of cool and i also think i saw a cat so that's also cool it might have been a cat i can't tell it moves really fast it was something cat like anyway i'm going i'm right back at my room now so i'm going to go to bed and I just wanted to leave you this whole episode. So I love you, darling. Stay beautiful. You're the love of my life. Until all the time. Thank you for listening.